The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Two players, two sides. Do you have any idea how badly I want to kill you? One is light. Heat, damn it, run! One is dark. We're the good guys, Michael. Son of a bitch. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! Dude? You all, everybody? Let's go, friends. You all, everybody? You all, everybody? Acting like it's stupid people Where it's fancy clothes I love you, Benny. But if we can't live together... Nice, as friends. I've always loved you. We're gonna die alone. Don't you leave me. I'm so sorry. Guys, we have to go back, Kate. I love you. We have to go back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the season two finale, part one of Lost. And this is We Have to Go Back, a Lost Rewatch podcast. Do we even have to introduce everyone? The gang is all here. Jess, Fuchs, Daz, Keith, me. We're all here. I'm hoping that they are as excited to break down this episode as I am. Um, man, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, so just, uh, housekeeping first off. Welcome guys. Welcome back. What's up? How's it going? Good to have you all. Um, yeah. So, uh, we're breaking down this finale. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm like, can't even get into it. Um, so, you seem uh, giddy. You t- take a moment, breathe. I like am. I'm, I'm all right. We're, we're here for you. It man. was great. Got it. it was great. This is a great episode. It was. It was. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. So and I'm so uh, excited. I'm so excited about the next one that um I don't even feel like a virgin anymore. <laughs> so uh for you guys out there, uh, we are going to just do the first half of the finale, which is part one, which is how it's broken down on Hulu and I believe on the DVDs as well, right, Jess? They have a part one, part two. Yeah, they have it broken down. Yeah. So we are going to do that. And then next week we will have the finale. And after that, uh, we are going to have a, a little uh, kind of a powwow to uh, uh, discuss the whole second season, like a, a look back at season two uh, before we get into season three, which is the most polarizing season. It had some of the best moments, some of the worst moments, and I think set the stage for what turned Lost into one of the greatest shows of all time. And it set the stage for what made future start hating lost. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was season three that turned me. Yeah. So uh, we'll, I can't wait to get into all that, but uh, before we get there, man, let's talk about season two, the finale. Although Live. not that I've been sunshine and rainbows up to this point. I've, I've been very critical up to this point as well. Wow. Yeah, yep. You've had your moment. So, uh, season two, episode 22 or 23 and 24 live together, die alone. This is going to be 23, part one. Um, it was released on or dropped, as the kids say, on May 24th, 2006. It covers days 65 and 66 on the island. So um, it was directed by Jack Bender's 15th and written by Darlton, Damon's 17th, Carlton's 12th, and their 10th together. Um, so 
Every uh, starring cast member was in this episode except one. Who wasn't? Fuck. Uh, Walt. He's not in the starring cast. He's not a starring cast. Oh, I think I say that every week. <laughs> Who, uh, it, it, don't say Vincent because we know he's not a starring cast member. Nope. Um, no, Claire. No, Claire was it? No, we saw Claire. She was with the baby. Oh, who was it? No, now, now you can't tell us. But we this saw is great. Both Jin and Sun. We got yeah. Michael. We got Sawyer. Rose is not a, a starring early. Right. Yes, you know, right? We got. Uh, I do not. You do I'm not. I'm running through the list. I'm running through the list right now. This should be like the biggest non-surprise of all. <laughs> There's okay. one obvious person that wasn't in this episode. Everybody's yelling into their uh, radios right now. So. Yeah, who the what fuck are we it? missing? Ana Lucia. But she's well, dead. She's dead. Still in the opening credits, though. Oh, shut the fuck oh, up. I'm dead. Dead. She was billed, billed in no, the opening credits. No one credits. was yelling into their their uh, <laughs> listening device there. They were just as confused. Yeah, don't ask bad faith questions, okay? Yeah, fuck <laughs> off, Hunter. That's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so unfortunately, the 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 site that I use for <laughs> for uh, the the breakdowns of the, the guest stars and co stars has both episodes put together. So I am going to do my best to not miss anyone. So anyway, guest stars: Henry Ian Cusack, the great Desmond is back. Clancy Brown as uh, Kelvin. Um, we got. Uh, uh, Alan Dale is Charles Widmore. Sonia Wa- Wagner is the great, or is it Wagner? I always say Wagner. Wagner. It is Wagner as the great Penelope yeah. Widmore. Um, and then we have, let's see, Stephen Page was the, um, he was the sard, the master sergeant when Desmond got out of prison. Oh, that and guy was a dick. That guy. Enjoy your starting book. Yeah. <laughs> and the other two, I believe, were. Oh, yeah. The other two were in the second half. So I believe that's all we got. So it is a Desmond centric episode. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, let's rock and roll. So uh, the episode starts right after the last one with Sun uh, spotting the boat. So Jack Sawyer and Saeed swim out to the boat, and it's a drunk Desmond. So, Keith, I'm going to start with you. Were you surprised to see Desmond on this boat? Oh, I think you're muted. Oh, sorry. Um, after all, um, I shouldn't have, I should have realized that it was, it was pretty obvious, you know, because he disappeared and, you know. Oh, you know so what? I, oh, sorry. Um, I forgot to play this. I was going to play this last week. And I was told not to play it. So I'm going to play it now. Here is Darlton from last week's podcast. Now that the surprise is out, it's Desmond on the boat. I can play this. Someone's going to be coming back who's tried to sort of live alone. And, That's very uh, true. And that he's going to be forced to come back to the island and rejoin our community. A and certain Scottish gentleman named Desmond. That is that is quite possible. Uh, there has been some speculation seeing yes. the boat at the end of the the episode in, in three minutes that uh, that indeed that is Desmond's boat. Right. Um, but uh, we'll see. I guess we'll figure it out. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be kind of interesting to see what Desmond has to say for himself since he kind of 
took off without really giving us a lot of answers uh, in episode three, didn't he? Well, it's not like we're going to find out what what happened while he was on the island, though. I mean, in in the hatch. I mean, you don't think so? No. Why would you know, Why would you Why would you even tell me that? I mean, <laughs> you, you know, you don't tell me anything. There's only questions on this show. Exactly. Questions. 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 No answers. Frustration. 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 It would be kind of cool to That's see that, much that Kelvin guy, though. Kelvin. Oh yeah, Kelvin. He says exactly. he wasn't down there alone. So figure out what the heck was up with that freaking question question mark painting. How yeah. did that came into being? Interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be quite excellent. Was this too spoilery for this episode for last week's podcast? Yes, I bit. think so. Yeah. Did I spoil anything for next week's podcast? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Think so. I mean, not, not yeah, a, I except so. for the fact that maybe I'll find an answer about the question mark. Uh, to be honest, I don't that's know. not really I, a, a, a. I don't think no. we get an answer for the I'm question. I'm not sure that you will, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, they mess with us at we'll every. See. We'll see. Every. I don't know that you'll ever really get answers. Oh, maybe they were just elaborating a little too much on BS. Yeah. All right. So then Desmond explains that he's been gone for two and a half weeks, and he should be in Fiji. He should have hit Fiji, and instead. It was back to this island. So he tells Jack that the reason why is because this is they're all there is. A, they're, they're stuck in a snow globe. stuck in a no, snow no. globe. So, Keith, you've had some kind of hypothesis about what the island is. What do you think of Desmond's theory? Um, it's interesting because, um, yeah, I, I think that they are, it, it's all a creation of some sort, whether it be digitally or, or, uh, I don't know, but yes, I kind of agree with them. Like you know, they're maybe it's a Bermuda Triangle, something like that. You know, but it's it's definitely not somewhere where they can escape. I, I'm yeah, definitely I, seeing I, that. I like the uh, Bermuda Triangle analogy, as far as I understand it, up to this point. It's it's in line with that scene in Australia with Rose and Bernard finding like tapping into vortices or vortexes that seems to be what is i i I think making desmond unable to escape or alternate you know realities to take away from like the marvel uh, multiverse you know something along that science fiction line well the vortices would i mean because it's pulling stuff from the outside i mean you've got the balloon that fell out of nowhere you know from henry I mean, the balloon did come from nowhere, whether it was Henry or not. You know, well, obviously it was a Henry, not that Henry. Well, yeah, but that's right. It's pulling stuff in, and it's probably messing with the, any navigational gear. So, right. I mean, we also had the, the pallet of food that dropped on the island. Yeah, but that was yeah, but that seemed very intentional. Yeah. Our true. main character's plane. Yeah, that's another big one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the, that was the given, right? Crash. That was the and apparently what we yeah learn is Desmond's boat got there because of that kind of so yeah he just kind of wound up there as yeah. a result. I mean Rous- well. Rousseau's group too was was there. I don't know that we know exactly. Yeah, her boat just kind of wound up there as well, right? Yeah, the drug the drug plane. Yeah, the drug yep. plane. Yeah. So I mean, I'm we're it's very interesting. So yeah, Bermuda tri- Bermuda Triangle is like is a good kind of. It's it's something out there that exists that you can easily 
uh, use as a comparison. It's a very accessible. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. Ma- it, it makes it kind of like, oh, okay, that's what we're dealing with. This very kind of mysterious zone. If it, yeah, if anything, it's relatable, right? You can yeah, it's, it is yeah, relatable. It's, it's, very, it's very accessible, kind of like everyone understands what the Bermuda Triangle is, even if they don't really get how or why it was or worked, you know? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. All right. So then we go to Desmond's first flashback and he seems to be getting out of military prison. Um, and then he gets outside and uh, someone offers him a ride. And the man in the car has two boxes, one from his past, one for his future. The first box is full of letters. Did anyone catch the name of the person on the letter? Mary, somebody. Is his the the Penny whatever oh, his Penny. Whitmore right? Yeah, Penny Whitmore. Whitmore. Now, does everyone remember that Whitmore name that we keep hearing about? Yeah, it's, uh, he made the tampon, the yeah, home yeah. pregnancy test. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> and uh, they had the billboard in Charlie's diaper video. <laughs> so this, I guess, can, can I say, Jess, this is Charles Whitmore? Is that a spoiler? I mean, uh, it's not a spoiler. He says his name. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he does. <laughs> but, I, I think yeah. this Charles Whitmore guy is is part of the one that's running this experiment with the Dharma Initiative. No, we don't know yet. I don't know, man. This dude's name is on everything. Well, but not really yeah. anything on the island, just outside of, except the pregnancy test. Yeah. Need more labs. Yeah, but he could he could be majority investor in this Dharma company. Oh, as that's well. true. I mean, yeah, that's something we, that would definitely. Uh, I, I, spoiler alert: He shows up again in this series, at, le- <laughs> at least one other time. He doesn't seem like a one-off character. No, so I don't think that's a spoiler. No. And do, yeah. by the way, do we find out why Desmond was in prison, or can we speculate on that? Um, I, do you remember, Jess? I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. I was going to yeah. ask this. I was like, "Is this something that I just for complete?" Like, what, they forgot. had to put it in there for a reason. I mean, I would imagine it shows up, but I, I, I'm old. I don't remember. I vaguely recall him like not wanting to do something, and like Whitmore getting him thrown in prison. Maybe, yeah. Like somehow Whitmore made him end up in prison. Like it was his fault he went to prison. Hmm. I might be making that up, but I, I like vaguely recall that. Maybe. Yeah, I, I was just kind of on board with, you know, he, that was the reason why he has to get his honor back. You know, like he's, you know, he's been put, you know, being dishonorably discharged and everything. He, he has to do something grand to, to kind of rejoin the world. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Charles Woodmore's the first box has all the letters that Desmond wrote Penny that uh, he intercepted and never gave them to her. And the second box was was filled with cash. And he pretty much tells him to disappear and leave his daughter alone and you can have all that cash. And it looked like a lot. So, Daz, let me ask you. You are someone who uh, has a love of your life that just walked past you three seconds ago. Um if her father offered you a shit ton of money to stay away, would you? Uh, well, no. I, I mean, would. let's say after this is before you had the baby. Yeah, before we marriage. got married. Yeah. yeah, I think not. Also, I think not. I think I would be just, you know, I, you know. First of all, I would want my relationship just to take its course, however it was 
going to happen. At that point, you don't maybe you don't know. I don't know. But I would be just totally disgusted with the idea of like, oh, here's this person that's going to try to buy my life. Like pay me to make certain. I don't know. That would be very. It depends on how much money they offer. (laughs) That was a look like a lot of money. Now, I don't know anything about uh, British currency, but it looked like a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would. Also- I mean, look, we all would love to think that we have honor and like no one can buy me. Blah, 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 blah. But bro, if someone walks up to your house with a dump truck full of cash and is like, leave this one, like you're going to be like, mm, yeah, I'm probably going to do that. Um, see you later, baby. You think Shannon's boyfriend's mad that he wasn't dating Penny Widmore because he wouldn't have to fight so hard for like. Two thousand dollars or whatever shitty low number he got off of Boone. Look, look, it would also depend greatly on at what stage in the relationship this offer was introduced. If I'm dating someone for a week, you know, maybe I'm more open to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, fuck it. I'll well, I mean, obviously, that, that, that is. But they've the, been they had been together for a long. They were already in love. Well, that's why the amount of money matters. Like I said. <laughs> It's, if they've only been dating be for a week, you're, yeah, you're not going to get, you know, you know, fuck off to an island forever money after dating for a week. But if you're engaged and he's trying to get rid of you, he knows that's going to cost like. <laughs> yes, but at that point, I'm probably unviable. Jesse, what about I, you? See, I don't think you are. <laughs> we, well, we'll never know, I guess. I, I <laughs> disagree <laughs> that you're not viable. Yes, what are you doing? Are you viable? If you want to make me an offer to walk away from my family future, I'll, I'll I, I, the thing is, I, I would love to make an offer for you to walk away. Let's see how I, let's see. I, let's I see if your hypothesis is true. Well, yeah, yeah, but his offer would be four cat butthole pictures. <laughs> well, no, but here's the thing. Like, no, 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 no speculative. I, I know, I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to actually offer you the amount of money that it's going to take for you to leave your fam. So whatever number I say, you're gonna be like, future, you don't have that much money. I'm not. No, but doing there's, it. but it, it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting hypo, like hypothetical. But Bro, if I was I like, if I was like, there's dumb, more to life. I have one billion dollars in an account with your name on it. If you leave your family tonight. No, because my life with them is going to be better than without them. No, it's not with a billion dollars. You can buy a new family. <laughs> I, a better uh, one, like a really attractive one. You you could buy a different <laughs> one, but what if you like the one you have already? I, you won't know until you try. I, I think for a, billion <laughs> dollar, for a billion dollars, you can try out a handful of families and pick the one you like best. Like, I, you know, you, you got options. I'm curious if your wife can hear this conversation right now. <laughs> I hope so. She's probably thinking future. Give him, give him, give him, throw him 50 bucks. Do anything. Your wife is probably like, Das, I'm going to get a payout from this. Take the fucking money. I'm going to take my hundred million dollars and fuck off somewhere. Yes. What about you? Are you, are you viable? Yeah, I would. uh, So it's a box of cash. So I would take it and buy like a house to live in with her or like uh, buy a boat. You know, I would I would use it to fund our life together and then just see what happens. You know, yeah. (laughs) What can can he do? Well, here's the problem. He's also if he can. That's a that's a better plan. No, it's not. It's a really bad plan because he's got. You might be killed. Yeah, he's got make you disappear money. Right. Like he's trying the nice. He looks like someone who would try to kill you. Yeah, he's got the buy you off money. And if you refuse, <coughs> he's got the make you disappear money. 
that's the other side of this coin, Das. Like sometimes you really want to take the offer because not taking the offer for your dignity, you end up dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another something to consider. Yeah, that's true. So let me what ask I'm you, Jess. Is, let me ask you a question, Jess. <laughs> you, you're a big Desmond guy. Um, do you think Desmond would have taken like Mr. Pike's offer that he gave Jin? To be his gangster lackey, do you think he would have taken that to be with Penny? To be with Penny, maybe. Like, who's in a worse spot, Desmond or or, uh, or Jen? Uh, Desmond, Jen, because he's got to do a bunch of terrible shit. Desmond just has to has go to away. Leave. He doesn't even like him enough to make him do terrible things. Yo, yeah, he just wants him to be gone. It's not even a matter of making him suitable. He's just unsuitable. All right. right. Well, back to the island. So Saeed has a plan to scout the others. He knows, uh, despite Jack's disagreement, that Michael's been compromised. So Jack and Saeed have a secret plan where they will not tell the others in their group. Uh, So Fuchs, what do you think of Saeed's plan? It's not a bad one. Uh, It's not a great one. My number one concern is, like, won't they have scouts everywhere and probably see this sailing vessel coming from a far distance and him scooting, you know, scooting aboard and coming to shore is going to be spotted a mile away. I would think so. but I that that was my, my sorry. I'm, I'm going to jump back a minute, though. My, my one of my first thought was uh, when the boat shows up yet again, all three of our leading males dive into the ocean with their Fucking jeans on and their shirts off. Yeah. Uh, Except Jack who literally took off his socks and nothing (laughs) else and left everything. I was like, what? I mean, honestly, wet socks are the worst. I've been thinking about this. You know, when you're swimming or snorkeling in coral, in reasons where there's a lot of coral, you wear jeans to protect your legs from getting scratched up. That might be the reason. I don't think that's what's happening here. No, okay. We fair, you know. To be fair, we have seen Sawyer swim in jeans in freshwater, so yes. that doesn't. That's a, yeah, he did it in like a pond. So I don't think coral is. Pond, the, but, <laughs> but that is a, nice. A, nice try, Dos. <laughs> I, I, I like true, you're trying. You're there, trying. There is cor- there is coral there. You're, you're, I, it's, it's, you're like it's it's within the realm of possibility. Yeah, but it's not. I, it's not like totally under. That's not what's happening here, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then next we go to John, who goes back in the cat in the hatch to tell Echo not to push the button. He tells him he tells him he's a slave to the button. And then John, I wasn't I wasn't done. So also, um, I actually disagree with Saeed. uh, I, I agree with Saeed not telling everyone except Sawyer. I think you should tell Sawyer about the plan. He's literally a professional con man. If anyone was going to like work this like like ruse to your advantage, like he would be the one to do it. Yeah. Totally, totally should agree. he have told yeah. Sawyer instead of Jack? Uh, no. Would, well, but then that's the problem. If you sell Sawyer and Jack. So you're only not telling Kate. And Hurley's going to tell everyone anyway. So Yeah, Hurley tells everyone, Kate, you need in the dark just for, like, some plausible deniability. But, like, Sawyer will help you come up with a better, more believable lie. Yeah. 
Like, so, like he would really he'd be like, no, nah, like here's a way better con. Like, you know, like he, bring in a pro. You got Saeed. You got your military strategy down. Use your con man for the psychological strategy. It's you got fucking aces in their places, man. Let's do it. All right. All right. So then, yeah, again, <laughs> uh, John goes back to the hatch, tells Echo not to push the button, blah, blah, blah. Slave to the button. Um, John actually makes a move for Echo's Jesus stick. And Echo counters and kind of beats the shit out of him and throws him out of the hatch. So, Keith, I'm going to ask you, um, what do you think happens if that button doesn't get pushed? I don't think a damn thing happens. Do you I, I've, I've changed that in my mind. I just think it's part of a social experiment. So, I mean, uh, to not to jump ahead too much, but do you think that button will not get pushed in this next episode? No, I don't think we're gonna get pushed. You see, so you think we'll we'll find out what happens? Yeah, nothing. Okay. All right. You don't think it'll like explode and make echo? And there may be like a like a cartoon where like a little uh, flag pops up and like waves and like bang, 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 you win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then next we go to Walter. I just like how fucking unhinged John's becoming. He's like, we're all puppets. We're puppets on strings. Ah! It's so funny. Like, (laughs) it's it's funny that, like, okay, I was wrong about something, so I have to destroy the computer. Like, I was wrong about the computer, so I have to destroy it. Rather than just, like, walk away from it and not, uh, you know. Well, he can't let anyone else have it. To him, he has to destroy the computer because it's a... I think of it like like it's like the devil. It will always like lure someone else right. in, right? Like as soon as a slave, but like no, you're not a slave if you just walk away from it. Just leave leave Echo to his own. So well, Je- Jess, let me ask you let, let me ask you a question. Um, John, uh, later on, not to jump ahead again, but he he gets ready to show Desmond the tape from the Pearl. He doesn't show Echo that tape, does he? Yeah, they already he saw did? it. So Echo did they see it. To, okay. They went. Yeah, they to, saw they it went, originally. Yeah, they found okay. the pearl in the question mark episode. Oh, okay. remember they were like That's in right. the bunker. They responded differently. Echo, Echo sees it as a test of his faith, whereas John Locke sees his faith, uh, you know, dashed. All all of his hopes are dashed. It's so weird that like one person sees like what you and I, I guess, would consider incontributable, you know, evidence that. What they've been doing is a sham. The guy's like, here's how I set everything up. Here's the experiment. Here's the instructions. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> and this guy's like, oh, no, like the trick is a trick. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? <laughs> the trick is a trick. That's right. Uh, okay, Echo, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but you know, it's funny. It's. It's like it's funny that John can't just leave well enough alone. He that means that he's not really that sure about what well, he, he feels in. like offended and threatened by. Yeah, he right? wants to destroy that which is challenging what he believes right now. Well, I almost feel like he feels like the computer like got one up on him, like it got one over on him, right? So he has to like destroy the computer as like revenge. And maybe maybe the computer, you know, destroying it is also sort of a reaction to him being uh, hopeful in other aspects of his life, thinking there was meaning to things, or maybe in his life where there, I guess, you know, things that disappointed him, or you know, he 
it, it, it seems like there's a there's a lot going on for John Locke in this. Do you all think that John Locke? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you all think that he's still um, infatuated with the island and still loves the island, or is he becoming pissed off that this? Well, that's that's what I was kind of alluding to when I was saying like, wow, you know, why does he get so mad? He can't just walk away. I, I think it's because he is still he 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 feels really hurt. He has this strange love for the island, and he feels betrayed. That's Just like, like like revenge, he's getting revenge on it's the revenge. island. Okay, tricking him. Yes, and a good metaphor is, uh, or a good analogy is Ahab and the whale. So if you read Moby, I read Moby Dick in college, so I I feel like I can talk about this. the The reason Ahab was mad at Moby Dick was because he felt that God had, you know, turned his back turned his back on Ahab by by you know you know him losing his leg was sort of him being uh, betrayed by God and so that's why he wanted to kill the whale because he was mad about that he was really really upset about that and he wanted God's love so i feel like that's something similar to what john Locke everyone is going knows to. god loves you once you murder a whale <laughs> the right. quickest way to god's heart is by killing his critters that's well, kill, killing the pinnacle of his achievement that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that everyone knows that's how yeah. you get someone's love is by destroying the thing they work the hardest to create that <laughs> well it's like it's like when you uh God, that book was terrible Moby Dick sucks. <laughs> no, it's it's like when you it's like when you I don't know what well, not when you but someone somebody might take revenge on an ex girlfriend or an ex lover or something, you know, or or her, good, man. her or her dad who tries to pay you off. So. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's because you're so hurt because you have strong feelings about that person. I was gonna say, is it possible that he wants to destroy the computer because he literally sat there for weeks on end pressing a button and went insane like in office space? Like there was like a print jam error. He, that, so that's like, a good question. Fuck this thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he only did it for a few weeks though. Really, well, it hasn't been that long. I'm just, I'm te- anyone I, I who worked like a corporate gig and had to sit there like do data entry for like a year or two will very much understand wanting to take a baseball bat to a computer. Yeah, after a certain point, sure. Uh, I think for for him, it was more. I was teasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's just he's front loading a lot of uh, a lot of other baggage on that on that thing. That's- <laughs> Yeah, I think that like his his mind was like scrambled by Henry Gale, like playing the tricks on him. And like, he's just kind of like, he doesn't know what's going on. He's lashing out. And so he's got to destroy this to try to, to kind of write, write himself, you know? Well, if you remove the source of, of what's causing his, uh, you know, his discomfort, then he doesn't have to deal. The computer is the source of all of this right now. It's that if he destroys it, then he's good. He's gone, and you know, doesn't he? He can't press the button. the The situation resolves itself essentially. Yeah. All right, let's go back. Uh, Walt's rescue party. Kate doubts that they are really hillbillies because they she talks about how they found the fake beards and and beards. Yeah, how did it take them this long to put that shit together? Uh, like honestly, but like, Mike Michael claims it's true, which I mean, he did see them with their beards on. Uh, so then we go to Saeed, who asks Desmond to borrow his boat. And he tells him that, uh, as Desmond puts it, he's going to see the hostiles. And that ignorant is, ignorance is bliss. So he needs to find someone who knows how to sail. So Daz, why didn't he just ask Desmond to come with him? 
Didn't he? He does. Does he? Desmond says yeah, Desmond. Yeah. Desmond he, basically you know, says you need to find someone who can sail. Yeah, he flat oh, out okay. refuses. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> making sure making sure I watch yeah, this. Yeah, no, no. He's like, <laughs> like, help me. And he's like, I'm not doing that. Eat a dick. Get someone else. Yeah. Desmond, Desmond is too, too drunk and forlorn at the moment to uh, oh, that's true. That's true. All right. Cool. So then is we get a- to oh go on, Jess. Gunner, is this the first mention of the hostiles? Yes. Yes. Cool. So do 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 we? I guess we we should talk about that. I kind of glanced over that, but Keith, are the hostiles different than the others? You think? Um. Yeah, they're the others that actually uh, are very hostile. That's a difference. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Keep it simple. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so then, are the hostiles have anything to do with Dharma? Are Dharma the others and the hostiles three different groups? Maybe that's like the security of Dharma. Is they call them the hostiles. Like the um, the Green Beret. Oh, it's just like the it's like their Gestapo. Yeah, like their yeah, exactly. It's their KGB. Get that. It's the hostiles. Get that. What if what if they're one and the same, the others and the hostiles? Or what if they're talking about these places that you can't get hotels, so you go stay at the hostel and they just mispronounced it? Well, what if, what if the others uh, oh, yeah, and yeah, the Dharma the world, are the same stuff, as or, the hostels? What if all yeah. three of them are the same? The, the Hudson stuff are actually a youth hostel. It's a, <laughs> it's what a if, very rugged camping experience on this island. What if they're just all in the movie Tropic Thunder and it's just a movie being shot around them? Uh, but they were actually in a war in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> That's <so>. true. <laughs> they got shit to worry about still. All right. Also, well, uh, Keith, wasn't the, the smoke monster the security system? That, according the, to, yeah, according to. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the smoke monster. Yeah, we haven't seen it in a while. It's true. That's true. All right. So let's let's dive deep into this. Uh, this awesome flashback. So Desmond's in line at a coffee house somewhere in America. And he realizes he doesn't have any cash. And the woman behind him offers to pay for his coffee. And it is Libby. You ever, you caught that, right, Keith? Yeah, uh, because, but she has the very, like, 80s looking hairstyle. The weird wig, yeah. She looked kind of chunky, I thought. More than she usually does. No, it was just. I think it's just the the hair. It It was the wig and the clothes they had her in. Okay. Yeah. It was. It's a weird wig. Like, so why do they? Why do they wait to show us Libby's past after she died? Is it because it's just a coincidence more than anything else? Or if it is her heritage, or maybe it's they just want just... one, one of the crosses that yeah, bro, everyone having. I mean, everyone, you know, yeah, it's that's just right. It's, one it's, of those. It, that's right. It's one of the those fortuitous encounters that we see throughout the show. These little points of time that weave multiple characters together. This is another kind of key meaning. It's one of those, yeah, mystery things like that. You know, was everyone connected before they came to the island? And so it's 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 the recruiting where all these fine threads meet. You know, it's the it's the recruiters going out to find people for the experiment. Oh, you think Libby's working? Well, I don't know about that. I'll tell you what, man, it sure does look like it to me. Yeah, well, I mean, she, she got Hurley. <laughs> she got uh, that was got Desmond. One of the one she of the biggest shot. theories while this was uh, was airing was that Libby was part of the Dharma Initiative, and oh. that was that that was like a huge fan theory. Maybe well, true, maybe not be. I kind of agree yeah. with it. Maybe cool. true, may not be true. Yeah. 
right, so uh, he tells uh, Libby that he's going in a sailing race around the world, and the winner is going to get money from Charles Widmore. Uh, he then tells Libby that uh, he didn't take the money from Charles that he offered uh, to buy away from Penny, and that Penny is the one he loves, and he needs $45,000 to buy a boat. Libby tells him that he has a boat, her husband's boat, and she gives him the boat. So, Jesse, I have so many effing questions for you. I don't know where to start. So, I guess, did her husband's death cause her to go to this mental hospital? Was the story true or just an elaborate setup to get Desmond on the island? What get, what Break down the scene for me. This is such an important scene. I need my lost historian to help me here because my brain's going in a million directions. I mean, I'm sure that losing her husband didn't really help her mental health. Uh, so that could have contributed to it. Uh, but I don't, uh, I just kind of take her at her word and that that's her story. So, I mean, I'm good with it. So you don't <laughs> think it was an elaborate setup to get Desmond on the island? I mean, I personally don't, but I mean, who am I, mean, I? I? Like, you know? What that would be so like what an amazingly well played con that he didn't have any money and just like she paid for his coffee and that's how the conversation got struck up like she I mean I don't know I don't know De- Desmond he like I would talk to that fucker and I don't <laughs> talk to anybody. You know, I'd be like, oh, man, you are awesome. Let's go. Let, let's sit down. But, let's have, but let's would you? He doesn't have any money. Like, you just, I mean, I, at this point, like, I bought him his coffee, so I'm at least getting the conversation out of it. But, yeah. Of all the uh, actors it, on the show, I would just want him to tell me that I love you, Penny. I just want to hear him say yeah. that. <laughs> uh, you don't even want him to put your name in? You don't no, I just want him to love Penny, no. not me. All right. Uh, yeah, I want to. Move the from the go go to a pub with them and just have a have a great night. You know? yeah. <laughs> All right, so back to the island. Uh, Said asks Son to see if Jin will help Desmond sail the boat, and he says no because he doesn't want to be separated from her. But she tells him that she's going with. So, Fuge, is this a good idea for her to go with? Um, I don't know if it's a good. I mean, you probably do need her, but I think this is more of her like, bitch, I came from money. Like, I haven't been yachting in a while. I'm definitely going on this boat. Like, <laughs> we know what's going on with them, right? I'll what, text pregnant? you. Yeah. We do know that, right? Yeah. You, oh, were okay. about, you were talking about the pregnancy test earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but. Uh, yeah. I know, yeah. but I didn't know if that was revealed yet. I don't want to ruin anything. <laughs> you're you're so gun shy, Gunner. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to keep this for you, Keith. I'm trying to make this the best experience. All right. So then wait, wait, wait. before before we uh get away from that too, I was thinking about the recruitment aspect of it. And if you think about it, like maybe Claire's baby and the adoption and her going to meet people was all people getting her on that flight to end up going there. Well, that's so a thing. like there could have been, there could have been many scenarios that just happened to, to draw people into that. Well, that were all well we can literally see certain people that have gotten multiple people on this, this plane. And the, 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 uh, the psychic is one Libby right. is another one. I mean, 
there we might see more of these where these people are all i mean and there's stuff that uh, you know maybe we'll find out they work for them maybe we'll find out you know the last season maybe we'll never find out but uh you know even if we never see that psychic again there's still a very damn good chance that he's working with someone to get these people on the island same thing with libby so uh, all right and next Oh, we got a doozy of a scene here. The rescue people, the rescue party is walking through the forest when Sawyer almost sets up a trap. And he, uh, uh, Kate tells him about her and Jack getting caught in the net. And Sawyer mentions that Jack told him she seems a little upset. So then it happened. We've been recording this show for over a year and it finally effing happened. We are officially introduced to the effing Hurlybird, Jess. How excited to read this and tell us about the Hurlybird. Uh, it's a bird that kind of sounds like it said Hurley. <laughs> I, like, yeah, that, that's all I got. Kind of, like, you know what I was surprised about? I didn't even realize they acknowledged it in the show. I thought it was just a conspiracy theory that the bird no, said his name. This is an ultimate nod to the fans. That's what oh, this is. Gotcha. This is the ultimate wink. Oh, because because of them talking about it in season one. Yeah. Like all the message boards. This was the start, though. This was the start of the Hurley Bird, right, Jess? This is where it started. No, we heard it. I mean, we heard it before, but we didn't. It was never probably like lit up saying like, did that bird say Hurley? And then they threw was that nod to it. Is that true, Jess? When did the the Hurley Bird phenomenon take place? Was this when it became a a big deal or? Is this it a was like in the it so it showed up in like what the finale of last year and then yeah. so it made a noise and then it sounded like Hurley. Oh, so you so think the, the fans, fans yeah, yeah. And then then they had Hurley say it. They were like, Did he just did it just say my name? Like, you know, uh like you said so Hurley I, is the fans. Yeah, so that's they, true. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. That's that. That's how I like think it happened. And then Sawyer said, "What he said? Yeah." And he also right after he, oh, he gold pooped or something. the gold. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I just can I just add though? This has got to be one of the most frustrating and annoying moments for me to witness as for Michael when he t- takes the gun and fires into the air when a fucking bird flies over his head. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. Can we can we point this out this is that- the most annoying, stupid thing to do, and it's so Michael. It's well, yeah, he's written. and he's the only fucking idiot that shot. Yeah, of course, because no one else would be that stupid. No one You're else trying to ter- infiltrate enemy territory. You have to be like quiet, silent, fucking clandestine. Position, and if if you're gonna fire, you know you better fire for a good reason. A bird, shoot a bird in your head, bro. He tried to empty the entire magazine. He was like, click, 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 click. click. Honestly, if Jack hadn't said anything, I honestly thought before Jack said something that he tried to shoot the bird, but because of the bird's magic or whatever, it 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 jammed all the guns and none of the guns would let it shoot it. That's honestly what I thought until Jack said something. Well, I mean, he, he would have looked at it and saw that there were no bullets and no, I mean. Well, I mean, I thought there were bullets in his gun that he just, the bird, oh, the oh, bird oh. jammed the guns with its magical powers. Which, but maybe I mean, that's me just giving the Hurley bird more credit than it is. 
Also, you can tell yeah. Michael doesn't shoot a lot because it, guns way different when they're full of bullets is, than when they're not. Was Michael so, the one yeah. that shot the shark, or was that uh, was that uh, Sawyer? What's that? Was Michael the one that shot the shark, or was that Sawyer? Who uh, wasted all the bullets in their gun on the shark? I thought it was Sawyer because you were talking about Sawyer, how Sawyer is also very trigger happy too. Yeah, how he couldn't shoot. Yeah, I think what it might have been Michael because wasn't Sawyer like swimming for something or like for the I don't know uh, if it was him and Michael was trying to remember it might have been Jen who knows (laughs) it wasn't Walt I'll tell you that much so what about when uh, Michael uh, I guess when um, Jack said sorry I guess I forgot to load that one and Michael looked at it was that was that the like do you know Look, is that what that, that, was? that was him trying to do a shitty lie and both of them realizing that they both of them knew what was up now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the jig is up, but we can't admit that the jig is up quite yet. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then next we go to Charlie walking in the forest and he runs into John, who's kind of crying. Um, he tells- Charlie's turned into this weird, like like mischievous, like forest spirit kind of thing on the eye. He just pops up like, and then like goes <laughs> off and causes mischief somewhere else. I mean, he's Hobbit. Like, is that what you're saying? He is he's so uh, puck from a midsummer night's dream. Yeah, I was very much thinking puck. Exactly. I didn't know if that was too highbrow for this crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so then he tells him that, that Desmond's back. Puck. And then there's a quick scene. Yeah, he's heroin addicted. Fuck. <laughs> I thought that was the guy from the real, real world. Spike. <laughs> heroin puck. Isn't that the guy from the real world? Yeah, I thought you were yeah. the real Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a real guy. I forgot about <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's weird. <laughs> All right. So uh, and then we get a quick scene with um, with Jin and son and uh, Saeed. And she tells him that he's coming with. Um, then we go to Desmond again, telling Claire not to take the vaccine. She tells him that the father left, but not because it was right for the baby, like like Desmond thought, but because it was what's best for him. So, Daz, you're a new father. So, knowing the little that you know about Claire and the baby daddy, who's right here? Is Did the dad just know he's going to be a bad dad, or did he do what's best for him and kind of blow off Claire? I don't know that those are mutually exclusive. There you go. <laughs> like he could have like, dude, those both can be true. Okay. Like he could have realized I'm going to fuck this kid's life up. I should probably get out of the way. And also like, ah, my shit's going to be way better too. Sweet. Yeah, that's right. Like right. it could be both. Could be I both. mean, Obviously, no one wants to give the dad credit for getting out of the baby's way. Like, you know, that's not that's a, a very unpopular opinion, I guess. But I mean, not everyone's going to be a good dad. Sometimes sticking around is actually worse for the kid. Like, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, but, you know, you got to make you got to try to make the effort. I don't know, man. There's a lot of dads that just smack around. Try and kid. fail is better than not trying ever. I disagree. I don't know. 
I don't know. It, it's sort of in the same vein as like staying together for the kids. It's like, ah, no. Yeah, like it's not always you know? the best call. Like sometimes being apart. Yeah, you're than right. The there are times you're right. I, I I do agree with that. What if dad's like really touchy? What's yeah. right for everyone is probably not best. He stays away. <laughs> what's right for some is not oh, right. Wow. For <laughs> wow. We went. We went. Dude, that's straight a fucking for, thing. Like they just straight get him out of there. Just don't <laughs> let him be around the kid. Makes a lot of sense. Very. Or within 5,000 feet of a school. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the rule is. I'm not familiar, Keith. <laughs> yeah, really? You have that like, oh, like, I know it down to the computer. Yes, point. that knowing grin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the school. So I, like, I don't I, know what I've broken is. that rule plenty of times. <laughs> I know how to get around that one. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Desmond's flashback. Um, he's getting ready to run. Uh, it looks like at a stadium, and someone pulls up behind him. Did you guys all notice who pulled up in the car behind him? It was uh, Jack, wasn't it? You guys? All- oh, at the stadium. Yeah, yeah, it was Jack. So then he gets ready to go, and then a second car pulls up, and we are finally introduced to Penny, Jess. I don't know about you, but this scene, it got me choked up. Like, especially when they started playing that Desmond Penny theme that is from the, the in our opening bit from, uh, yeah. like that's from the constant, I think. Um, dude, I was choking up. I don't know why. Did you, did you, this is where like, you just, how amazing, like the show is that it's best when it like, if you find the right actors, like whatever you put them in, like it's going to be awesome. And and then you look at like Claire and Charlie and we've had like 40 something hours of the show and we don't give a shit about them. And we've had like, you know, two minutes of these two characters and like I'm all in for them. You know, it's just amazing how it clicks in. I mean, there's something about Desmond. I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but just he does not have a lot of screen time. But it's just like every time they use him, they use him perfectly. Like here, I'm going to use a stupid analogy because in my opinion, it's kind of a terrible show. But you guys ever watch Friends? Yeah, Yeah. Friends. So to me, the best character on that show was Chandler's old girlfriend, the the, uh, Janice. Yeah. Like she was a terrible, <laughs> annoying character, but they used her perfectly. She showed up at exactly the right time in that show to make it worth it. Desmond is someone that is not a big major character in the show. I mean, two seasons, we've seen a little bit of, of him, but yeah, we, I mean, think about it. Like we saw him for a little bit in the first three episodes of the season, like from, uh, and then he, he's gone. And then they hang their finale on this character, which is just incredible. Like they, they take this character and like, they obviously knew what they had and to bring him back and then to put a two hour finale on his shoulders. It's just like, and, and, and and he delivers and it's great. And there's, there's a, there's he's a great actor. And yeah, I think he does have one of the most interesting characters. There's one other character that we will see next week that I think is the same type of deal. And I think they've come out and said it too, that this guy was meant to be in like one episode and he just blew their minds. Um, so we, we will, uh, spoiler alert, we'll see this character next week. You know what I'm talking about, Jess? 
Yeah. I know, all I keep hearing is Joey and Janice's day <laughs> of fun. <laughs> but no, seriously, I there's just something about Desmond. I, he's always <laughs> been one of my favorite characters, and like. I would like, he's the Boba Fett of this show. Add up his screen time. It's like nothing. But I mean, you and I, I think we said it last, The Constant, which is another Desmond episode, might be the best episode in this this whole series. It's just like a standalone episode, but it is so damn good. So I I love this episode right here just because I love, I want more of Desmond. I just want to know more about him. So... Anyway. I, 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 I don't understand. This might be a general flaw of me. The whole, like, I have to get my honor back. Like, why, bitch? Just do the thing you want to do. Like, why do you have to win this fucking boat race from her dad? Just, like, go be with the girl and then have the thing that you both want. Like, I don't. I'm confused on the motivation, I guess. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's maybe some, uh, like, is that some machismo shit that I just so don't like, yeah, Some kind of like old English machismo. Like I just don't care about machismo. I'm, yeah. Chivalrismo. Scottish machismo. Chivalrismo. Chivalrismo. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Desmond, uh, we go back to the beach. Oh, and- no, hold on. No, like, no. Is, is, am I the only? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I wouldn't do it, but uh, I'm not Scottish. Does anyone have like a big sense of honor? Like, I don't know. Did you feel like you had to prove something to to your wife's parents before any of you got married or like like a chip on your shoulder? You felt you had to overcome to anyone like it all in any aspect of life. Like doesn't have to be the sheets, but uh, not uh, not in the fucking Pacific Ocean. All right, yeah, nothing, like, not even on a smaller scale, even. I get. See, I guess I, I don't. It, it does. I don't understand it, so I don't really get why he's doing all this stuff. Yeah, I just don't like. I, I don't know why he thinks. Oh, if I win this boat race, he'll respect me. And that's the thing. It he's seems kind of like, very like he's somehow affiliated with this boat race. I mean, he's not. I don't even know if it's that he'll respect me. It's more like that he can shove it in his face that he can like beat him at his own game because it's his boat race. Yeah. And if I beat Maybe. him at his own race, then like I've beaten him. Like I'll never have more money than him. I'll never be as powerful as him. But like his like point of pride is this silly boat race for whatever reason. And I can fucking beat him at that. And that'll make me better for reasons i don't know i don't fucking understand it i'm confused by it i'm trying to understand yeah maybe he's trying to you know display that he's worthy of penny like he's trying to do something you know on a grand guy? scale Why, from like, where, where she's guy. coming from so See, yeah into the, the, i am confused too a little bit because penny's into him with or without right like, it's not like she needs Why him to he, win over her dad she doesn't give a shit she wants him to marry him now he could literally like, leave their parking lot right like, there with her, go on the boat, and like they could go fuck off together. And that would be the end of it. Like, right? Yeah. He says, Yeah, I, I can't I can't take a bubble bath and cuddle with you in the satin sheets yet. I gotta go to the middle of fucking nowhere. Why? Honestly, I know the reason. It's because it's not Charles Widmore. 
he needs to do this for. It's himself. He doesn't feel worthy of Penny. No, no, but that that's that's our point. Like, why does he feel the need to prove this to himself when he just like, got out of prison? I mean, but no one else, including the person he's trying to like win over, gives a shit. If the girl was all like, you need to reclaim your honor so that like we can be together. Like, yeah. I'll, yeah okay, I'll tell you what. I, I, it sounds like I would do, but I find it. I find chivalrous. it believable and very kind of romantic. It's very romantic. It's very chivalrous, but it's yeah. also very pointless and dumb. <laughs> it's, I don't know. He, he obviously has he obviously <laughs> has Penny on a huge pedestal, and he doesn't feel worthy enough to, yeah, to reach that pedestal. Dumb. She feels he's worthy. Like go fuck her and just call it a day. Like it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess the point is that all things that are romantic and chivalrous are kind of pointless and dumb. And that's what makes them romantic and chivalrous. Now, now Daz, do you agree with my comments about the importance of Desmond? In terms of him not getting a lot of screen time, but being, but just like being so like, yeah, yeah, I do. I totally, I think he's one of my favorites. I don't know what it is about him. He's just, uh, you know, he's, it's he's the accent. Very, you're charmed by the accent. <laughs> it's his Scottish accent. That's, it, it, that's you, he's he's got like the little bit of long hair. He's rugged. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, he's I'm smitten. Handsome. He's very chiseled. He's got, he's like, onto yeah. it. I, no, I don't know. I mean, he's also got a very interesting. He's got an aura great story. Of his story yeah. is one of the most wild stories. You know, but like all of his famous lines are just stuff that you quote all day. I love you, Penny. You're going to die. Like all of these famous yes, lines that he has. Regular, no, those are all regular things that everyone says at other points. In but not show. as cool but as him. Because he's got a fun <laughs> accent. You, that's that's got to be it. That's got to be it. I it's like know. Sean Connery ordering lunch is really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right. All right. Let's go back to John and Desmond. Uh, John goes to speak to him. Scorch egg. He tells. He tells. Men now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that is true. Tap ice. You're like, come on, <laughs> strike the page. <laughs> I'll need a butter knife. Like, ladies. <laughs> now I want to watch Finding Forster between F. Murray Abraham being the voice of Conchu in uh, in Moon Knight, and now uh, the idea of uh, Sean Connery ordering scotch eggs. Like that makes me want to watch that movie. You've all seen the famous Sean Connery interview with Barbara Walters, where he we talks about like, slapping women. Yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah, that. no. Sometimes you gotta just hit a bitch. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you gotta give her a smack on her smart mouth. You're like, Jesus, Connery, wow. I mean, I understand you're like an old school bro, but like you're on Barbara Walters. You fucking know your audience. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen that. That's hilarious. Ladies, you can write to We Have to Go Back at P.O. Box. No, write well, to no, Sean Connery. Connery on that one. I didn't say that shit. I'm just reminding people that he's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> we're not condoning it or anything. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not he's supporting the truth. it. You're, we you're here at We Have to Go Back do not support I, I, the striking I, of women. Yeah. In fact, I'm calling attention to the fact that like is this is a funny. real thing that exists in the world. You should probably be aware of it. <laughs> All right. I'm so I'm so high right now. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Pauly over here. Forgot he was on the show. 
All right. So uh, Jack, uh, John tells Desmond about the uh, Pearl and about the video he found. So he told him in the morning he's going to sober up and we're going to see what happens when we don't push that button. So Fuchs, let me ask you to go back if you can. Um, do you remember your first watch? What were your thoughts originally? If you can remember that far back about the button. What do you mean? Like what was going to happen if they didn't push it? Yeah. Like way back when, when you saw this for the first time. I was big, I'm trying to remember. I think I was big on the site, like the psych experiment thing. And I thought something would happen, but not something like a staged event would happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about you, Jess? What What were your initial thoughts? Do you remember that far back? Um, I was trying to, I was always like wanting like the button and the hatch and everything to be real, because if it's not, then I'm like, well, that, that kind of sucks. It's just anticlimactic. Well, fun, and right? like, you know, so so I want the weird shit. I want I want them to be pressing a button to save the world. Like I want that stuff to happen. So that's where I was putting all of my hopes in. What about you, Daz? Uh sorry, what I'm sorry, what well, is this back back when you first saw this for the first time, what was your thoughts on the button? Do you think it was real? Do you think I thought no, I thought it, I I thought it was real. I thought it was because of the magnet. The magnet is a huge clue. Like if you if you ignore that, then yeah, everything points to it being fake. But the the magnet, the magnet, the magnet was the biggest clue that indicated it was real. I mean, they've How, got this the magnetism. Weird, I mean, you know, the, yeah, but they've got this power source down there for however many years. It could be magnetism generated from the power source. It, well, okay, but that me that lends credence to the whole thing. No, I, like I because said, there's a it, huge power source underneath this thing. Then that that leads you to believe, well, maybe this is all real. I don't know. My, my all my the planes head. crashing, all the boats. No, no, there's the, I, look, man. There's a lot of weird shit. But again, we're we're trying to take each thing like kind of on its own element here, right? A little bit. No, I don't know. I thought I, I, I th- that's all I'm saying. I, I wasn't sure. I don't. I didn't know for sure. I, I don't. Um, I don't think it's possible to know for sure, given all the information that we have at the moment, but that magnet, the magnetism is a big clue that something's up here. What's going on? I don't remember my initial thought. I kind of wish I did. So It's kind of polarizing, right? <laughs> I see well, what you it, did there. Yeah, I mean, uh, magnetism. It, sort of can, it, may, it may reveal something of yourself. <laughs> I don't think Keith meant to make a magnet joke, but I like it. <laughs> no, I, I did. You did? Okay, even yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then after a couple quick scenes with the rescue party, we skip ahead to the morning, and the Quans and Saeed are on the boat, and they stumble upon a statue of a foot with four toes. So this scene was another mystery, Jess. You remember uh, another big mystery throughout the, the course of the show. So Daz and Future, I'm just throw out the you guys. Do you remember anything about this foot? You remember yeah. what you do? Okay. I do. But I, I also remember when I first watched it, and again, thinking this time as well, they're like, it's disquieting that it has four toes. I'm like, why? It could have been a lazy artist. It could have been drawn by Matt Groening or a Disney animator, or it could have been a guy. Yeah, that's a good point. There's plenty of 
it, it could be a guy. Just, just four, four toes. Yeah, just four toes. Like, it's like an artist technique, but uh, boy, it adds a lot of mystery and mystique to the island. You know? Do you, uh, do you like guys? You guys remember movie. what the statue is? A statue of? I, I vaguely remember. Yeah. 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 Va- yeah. Vaguely. But again, I'm like again, I'm saying like there's a million logical quieting reasons that the statue could have four toes and really only like two or three that are disquieting. And he jumps to those like immediately. Well, what are the disquieting ones? That it was some like freak alien race. The aliens, right? Toed monsters or something. Yeah, that, was, yeah. You know, that would have been so cool if that's the case. Yeah, I don't remember. Like that's... <laughs> I don't remember so what far outside of like the like logical reasons why it might have four toes. <laughs> I don't remember what the statue was for, Gunner. Well, you haven't seen that episode. Oh, well, wait a couple years. Try to get you. Just do you remember yeah. all the different theories about what it was? Uh, I don't really remember theories about it. I but I do I do know. I recall like like what it is, and uh, but I don't remember like any crazy theories about it now. Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know why he's so disturbed by it. I think it was just to add, like literally, just to inject mystery into this. It was the show elbowing you, like hey, yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's did you, totally did you catch right. that? Do you hey? Did, did you see four that? toes? Saeed, yeah. Saeed, tell him. You know, so. yeah. Like, <laughs> four toes. We did that on purpose. Yeah. All right. So but again, like I, I don't know. Like it's, I've seen a lot of statues with four toes. Never thought twice about it. But maybe there are cultures out there that designed sculptures with four toes. Then assuredly are. Like all the Disney movies had four fingered people. Like come on, Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons had four. Most fingers. animated like, has four fingers. Yeah, it's easier to draw. Dude, finger, hands and feet are difficult to draw. I don't know. Probably harder to sculpt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then let's go back to uh, Echo and Desmond in the hatch. And John tricks them into, or he ticks, tricks uh, Echo into leaving the computer and they end up locking him out. Um, so when we. Go to Desmond's flashback now. Uh, now after that, we go to Desmond's flashback. And he's in a real bad storm. And he kind of gets knocked out. And when he awakes, there's... It looks like multiple people with yellow hazmat suits. I don't know if it's just him waking up or if there's multiple people. There's definitely more than one. Yeah. And uh, they take Desmond. And it seems like they're putting him in the hatch. And we see a very familiar face. So Keith... This guy who Desmond puts in the hatch, do we remember him? Have we seen him before? Is is that not Mr. Friendly? That is not Mr. Friendly. Then no, I don't remember. Unless he was in that um room with the uh um the the head woman, whatever her name was. Okay. Does do you remember this guy right here? Not really. Fuge? Vaguely. Jesse? I know he's been around. I can't pinpoint it, though. Absolutely. So when uh, you remember when Saeed's flashback, the guy that gave him the money at the yeah, end of when he tortured him? Yep. And sent him on his way. Uh, that was. Oh, uh, that's right. Guy. Actually, I remember that now. Yep, yeah, he was the military guy. So we okay. don't we don't we don't hear this in 
his flash in this in Said's flashback, but we find out his name is Kelvin Inman. So, Jesse, are, have has Desmond said the name Kelvin before this, or is this the first time that we even hear that name? I don't remember. He mentioned him the first time okay. around, like uh, he he was uh, like that. Uh, he was his his his, uh, his the second person in to to do the the Dharma shift with. Uh, at the beginning, uh, so, until he uh, until he shot himself. Okay. So, so I does have this so mean many... that, that does this mean real quick that Dharma is a military operation? I mean, that's the question I ask. I mean, uh, so or, it, or it's like someone in the military who then goes to a private company, you know, after their military service. Like that's the way that I kind of envision it, you know. Oh yeah, that's a good. Point. Or was it, you know, we had a lot of private contractors working over in Desert Storm, so it could have been private contractor to begin with. So, so Jesse, right. I have to, I have to ask you a couple questions, and I, I, I'm gonna play that game where I ask you stuff without asking you stuff. Um, right. So, I mean, do, do do we find out how Kelvin gets on this island? I don't remember. I mean, is this something that one day we'll pay attention to? Uh, we do not. Okay. Um, and his partner, Radzinski? I mean, I don't have to say any more, right? That's Radzinski? I mean... That would be an interesting story to find out about. Yeah. But how how would we how would we find out about someone who was way before the show even takes place? I don't know, but that is Radzinski, right? That's Radzinski. All right. So holy shit, man! The same name as a character. Okay. Um. I I, I guess uh, yeah. That, sorry, Keith. That that means nothing to you. But I when they said that name, I'm like, wow, that's a name that I I I remember. Again, yeah, I just don't... remember remember the line of people in the hatch, Keith. You you got uh Desmond, who was Inman before him and Radzinski before him. So that's uh the kind of the chronological uh button pushers as it were. Gotcha. Oh shit. Now that now that you just said that, like <laughs> it's starting to kind of put things in place for me. Man, I, I love being old. I love, it's like I'm watching this for the first time. So, uh, <laughs> so back to present day, and John and Desmond are back in the hatch, just waiting for the clock to tick away. Ninety minutes. Echo leaves. So Keith, uh, I, I'm just going to ask you because this is we're getting close to the end of this episode here. Do you think they're actually going to let it tick down? And does it excite yeah. you to think that this might happen? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, John Locke is my hero in this episode because he's finally going to, uh, whether whether it, nothing happens or something happens, whether it's another incident. He's going to reveal like the truth. Yeah, exactly. I just want to, I want something you wanna to know. happen. Yeah. You want to see what happens. So let's do it. It's Keith, Why do I, why do I care? Keith, what did you just say? It's another what? Um, It's going to be another... Um, situation or something didn't they say that in the um in the video they said hey we had a situation so we put this procedure into place used another word though oh what did i say uh, incident oh yes incident but that they said yeah. that in the movie right they said incident oh yeah they did say that in the show yeah and they rewatched it in this in yeah. this in show the real, so they it, said incident. yeah yeah they said yeah, yeah, yeah. So so just, just earmark cool. that word i think that's what jesse's trying to say <laughs> yeah I just wish they would have actually beaten the shit out of Echo with his stick. 
<laughs> I, dude, I, I, he, I really dislike Echo. He deserves to absolutely get his shit wrecked. He constantly uses force and violence and intimidation to get his way. All the wearing that stupid bullshit thin grin and his stupid priestly aura to try and justify his actions. Be like, oh, I God made me do it. Fuck off, Echo. Fuck him. He can't win anything with logic or reason or good ideas. So he just gets his big ass stick and all fucking shovey. And then like he's people a just, you know, gangster. That's what he does. He's not a real yeah. priest. He's a gangster. That's well, what gangsters do. Well, he's an asshole and I want him to get his. Commands. I would say most gangsters are assholes as well. I would say not that I know many of them because I don't think I know any, but. I would imagine they're all assholes, but he speaks, well, he speaks softly, but carries a big stick. He needs to stop <laughs> fucking pretending to be a priest then. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, pick one. No one's buying into your bullshit. Certainly not me. He's the ass kicking priest. As I say, and, and everyone that was buying into it, like as soon as they spend 10 minutes with him, realizes it's but like Charlie fell, fell hook, line, and sinker until he was an asshole over and over and over. And now Charlie's off being an imp in the forest or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of Charlie, Echo then goes to get Charlie to help him get back in the hatch. Um, And then after that scene, we go back to the rescue party and Kate notices that they're being followed. So Kate and Sawyer start shooting at these people and uh, they kill one of them. And Jack finally lets it go. And he tries to get Michael to confess to selling them out. Fuch, why didn't he just explain his plan to them the whole time? Who, Michael? Or Michael! Because Michael is not a smart man. He makes brash decisions. His motivations are exceedingly confusing from moment to moment. Like, I don't... Like, his, his whole, like... This, this whole thing with, oh, my son, my son. Like, bro, okay... So everyone's going to be cool with you turning them over to these fucking hostels so you can rescue yourself. Bro, you're sacrificing a bunch of people to get this kid back. No one fucking cares about your son. It's a very you problem, Michael. I'm not about to get turned over and fucking go to have God knows what done to me so you can get your goddamn kid back. And again, I don't think they're going to honor their agreement. So I don't even think you're getting your kid back. I think you're literally just dragging these people to their deaths for no fucking reason. So fuck you, Michael. Fuck right off. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, fuck off, indeed. How, <laughs> how, how many? How many? How many of you guys would do this? I mean, like Gunner, you think you would like sell out a bunch of like, people? Quote, unquote, maybe not friends? best friends, but like friends of yours. Your only friends. But it's just anybody. Just you. You would sell out and send send them to their certain doom. To save your boy. I think, honestly, I think I have, I would tell them the truth. I would tell Jack. I would tell them the truth. This is what happened. We got a way to get him back. And that's what they were trying to do. Jack would have been like, okay, let's go. Yeah, they all would have like been on board. They would have been best friends. They would have been, Jack would have been playing football with Mr. Friendly. Uh, They would have been best friends. That's what I think. That's what I again. Michael is just a very frustrating character, and he's just he's just he tries to justify again his motive. Like 
He didn't give a fuck about his son for years. And now he's willing to like murder a bunch of people to get him back. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. He literally murdered two people and was about to sacrifice three more. So five people in a trade to get his kid back. Who he spent four hours with. Yeah. He literally spent a plane ride with. But like, I'm thinking like, okay, if, if my kid was in a compromised position, would like, would I do your kid that you abandoned for the first 10 years of its life? I wonder how much evil I could do before I would just be like, no, I just can't do this. Even, even yeah, if, the world like, would have been a better place if Michael would have just left. Like that yeah. is what we're talking about. Is so yeah, he we, just left, you know. So if you're getting yeah. back to our earlier yeah. conversation. You probably yeah, yeah. Should have just fucked off and never been around for the kid. I know he's was, bad news. It gets bro, how, how yeah. much better? That kid would have stuck on a deserted island, gets him kidnapped. Bro, that kid would have stayed <laughs> in private school. He would have kept his dog. It would have, would have been a great. I mean, Michael life. should never have gotten on the raft in the first place. Michael should have. Michael and never... Walter should not have gotten on the raft if they had just stayed on the sh- on the beach and let someone else take the boat because it's too dangerous for a kid. You know. Yeah, I, Walt would have. Again, Walt he's it's my yeah. son. I gotta have my son. He makes ah. bad decision after another. If it was me and my baby deserted on an island, and there's a raft team, and then there's the team that's staying on the island, that's got a pretty legit little setup. There's washing with washer dryer units. Oh, dude, dude, there's also I smoke monsters and people kidnapping them. The raft people come back. No, but bro, you take the risk. Why do I have to go on the raft? You're forgetting all the I built the raft. I don't have to go on the raft. Yeah, exactly. I built the raft for others to go on. I'm the raft designer. You know, I no, but he has to go on the raft because what if something breaks or needs repairing? Well, out at sea, he's the only one that can do it. Well, you'd have to train someone else to figure that out, I suppose. There was other raft builders in addition to him, but he certainly didn't have to be on it. There could but, have been others that, that, hey, that led that mission. As much as you guys killed Michael, though, I mean, he is the one that had the ambition to build the raft and to actually try to get off the island. Twice. Look where that got him. Twice. No, I'm not, it's true, but it's just, true, he makes more bad decisions than good decisions. I, I, well, hold on a sec. I have given Michael a lot of credit as an engineer and a builder in the, in, in this podcast. Can anyone say it? every time? Like, look, great engineer, great, you know, plant, but shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Shitty person, bad decision maker, great engineer. If you want, if you need to reinforce something or, or, or build something cool, call Michael. If you need any kind of planning or not murdering your teammates done to leave him out of it. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that, uh, after Michael confesses to killing Anna Lucia and Libby, uh, Jack explains he has a plan. And then we go to the boat and Saeed is praying and they find the place that Michael described. And then it ends there. So, Keith, there's only one episode left this season. Half an episode, if you consider this uh, two part or one episode. Let me ask you what is going to happen in the, the final episode Will any characters not make it out of this season? What do you think, Keith? Well, it, it is interesting that um, all the big characters are away from camp, right? So if an incident does happen, um, Jesse, the incident, if it does happen, then um, we won't lose any of the main 
except for like John Locke and I think. Um, but John's not with the camp. The He's in the hatch. Oh, so maybe so it, we could uh, nuke the beach and you could. Them. Yeah, exactly. Because so, I mean, the only the I so, think. Yes, I think something does happen and blue shirt girl, you know, is gone. I mean, Claire is Fable the only eyes. one still on the beach unless did Charlie go to help him? I don't remember. No, Charlie's off being weird in the jungle by himself. So then Claire and Charlie are the only main characters. Well, Charlie, Charlie and Echo are going to the hatch. Okay, so then it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, break in and yeah. 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 It's just Claire. They were looking at the, the quarantine sign. Yeah, so sorry, Claire. Your days are numbered. So you think someone's not going to make Is there anyone that you think is not going to oh, make Oh, I it? hope they kill the baby. I'll go with Claire uh, and the baby, yeah. I'm worried for Desmond because they're doing the whole, like, uh, if it's their flashback in a big episode, then that's oh. their last episode kind oh, of thing. And actually, so Desmond's still on the beach. He's, he's still on the beach right now, so. No, no, he's, he's in, the in the hatch. Oh, he's in the hatch. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He closed right. the door. You know. He's with so. John. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. I know you're high. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keith, what do you, you think of this? That qualifier earlier on. You're, you're it's all right. <laughs> what do you think of this first half of this finale? Um, it was pretty awesome. I just hope uh, they don't push the damn button. I may not. Beast. I may not do season three if they don't push the damn button. I mean, if they <laughs> push the damn button. So, I'm just surprised Hurley did not beat the ever living shit out of Michael right there in the jungle. That would have been awesome. Like this total big they guy beat the shit out of him. Like, I, like the fact that he wasn't like gangland murdered in the jungle after this incident. Like. <laughs> Like the, I feel like the only their only reason not to is they still need him for like their ruse to potentially go like take out these hostels or if they're still trying to save Michael because like it's not Michael's fault or, or uh, to Walt rather because it's not Walt's fault that that Michael's a dick. What what does Dottie think of this episode, Keith? She didn't watch it tonight actually, so she's gonna watch a double feature. I'm gonna rewatch this one tomorrow with her and. Oh. Watch part two. So. Ooh, see if you pick out some new stuff on the second viewing. There we go. Nice. And I might get her on the podcast uh, tomorrow, so we'll see. Sweet. I hate Michael. I hate him. He's my new Shannon, right? It was. I. I, I had all my hate for Shannon. Now I no, channel it's Michael. Michael. <laughs> well, guys. Uh, we're at the point of the episode where we say goodbye to those we lost. Uh, really, there's only one loss that we're aware of in this episode. We found out about Libby's husband's death. Oh, and we shot a hostel. And yeah, well, it's either a hostel or another, or a hostel yeah. other. We don't. It's a, a, a non-main person. A red shirt. A yes. villainous red shirt. As I say, it's, it's a Gorn. It's fine. Hey, Whatever. the way this uh, this these directors do it, we'll probably get a backstory on that guy next week. Yeah, we'll get a ton of pathos. <laughs> he'll be the, the he'll be the flashback <laughs> in the second half. He'll no longer be dead, and it'll just be that guy. It'll be like he wound up getting like three people to the island or some shit. Right. <laughs> or we find out it's someone we know. Like they it's take like off the mask, like fried chicken distribution manager, or, something. <laughs> or the guy that uh, that worked at, with John Locke, his boss. 
<laughs> yeah, is that really? Like, What's that like, guy's name, Jesse? The shitty guy. He had Randy Nations. Randy Nations. Yes. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I love that. Not only you know his first name is Randy, but you know it's Randy Nations because I also knew that, and that's why we're yeah. awesome. Guys. <laughs> Randy Nations. All right. Well, hey, man. One. One episode left, 44 minutes approximately left in the season finale. Uh, Keith, what do you think of season two? You like it better than season one so far? Or Yeah, I mean, obviously for me, it's because I'm getting answers to questions. I mean, there's more questions, obviously, that come up, but it's, it's fun to uh, see where this is headed. Do you miss those that are no longer with us? Do you miss the Booner and Shannon and... Uh, I thought Boone was uh, was a better character than some of the people they left on here, but I don't miss Shannon at all now. What about Aunt Lucia and Libby? I miss um, I definitely miss Aunt Lucia and Libby. Yeah, I thought Aunt Lucia was that good. She was that good the yin and yang of uh, you know um, uh, Jack, the female characters. You know, oh, she yeah. kind of had a little. Um, I don't know. She looked like a, a, a you know. I, I said she was like the Sawyer of uh, Kate. I mean, we definitely need some some leading female roles to replace the two that we lost. Uh, I mean, as much as I enjoyed, well, sure apparently we got this uh, yeah. this the boss of the uh, the others who's going to take one of those. I mean, we we were introduced to uh, Alex in a previous episode, yeah. so that's that's one at least mildly attractive lady to add to the cast. I mean, there's you gotta have more though. There's, there's got, there's gotta be more. We have Rose. She's a hottie. We have Rousseau. Uh, She's a hottie. I'm going to, all the R's are hot. (laughs) Rousseau, Rose. Rousseau, if you cleaned her her up and like, didn't purposefully make her look insane. She could, I'm, she might, I've never seen any like actual actress shots. She might be a very attractive actress. She died last Uh, year. What's that? She died last year. She died. Okay, yeah, well then, probably not currently. But, she's uh, more. What she was? What was Battlestar Galactica? She was like one of the main stars of. I think. Was she really? I watched that show. No, I don't. Well, I don't think she was in that. I don't remember her. She that. wasn't. There was some yeah. sci-fi show that she was one of the main stars in. Let me see. Mia Furlong, right? I think that's her name. Yeah. Let's see. Mia. Yeah, I don't recall ever seeing her outside of Lost. No idea. Anyway. Yep. Oh, well. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. And uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's uh, break the fourth wall here. Us guys here, we're recording the second half tomorrow. Figure I don't want these guys to end up having to wait another week. We'll cheat a little. And uh, we will uh, watch Babylon 5. That's the show she was on. Oh, I did not watch Babylon 5. Neither, yeah, me neither, neither. Neither did I. You I know, watched, it's, it's I, I only watched Babylon uh two and three. I never got to five. It's like Leonard Six. <laughs> Shut up, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> uh th- no, that's one I I've watched like a, most of the pretty prolific sci-fi shows. Babylon five doesn't I I should probably just power through that one of these weekends or something. Yeah. Like, dude, I've seen Battlestar Galactica. I've seen Farscape. Never I've seen thought. that. Never seen that. Alien Nation. Uh, Did you I've watch? Not seen Alien Nation. No. What about uh, the Expanse? Well, the, yeah, I all the newest. SG, SG I hear the Expanse is good. The Expanse is. It ends. I love. So I love the books. 
I love the yeah, books. Yeah, I heard the man. books were very good, but the show yeah. just like it ends very abruptly and kind of nonsensically. And like I just finished the uh the books and now I just started the show, so I'll see yeah, how I prepare to be out, disappointed. But... What about that uh that remake of the show with the aliens that came down? Uh V. V, yeah. Very, uh, very huge lost tie in that series. Uh the the remake of V was fucking unwatchable. Uh, the original a, was a not giant bad. lost connection to it. Did it well really? the new the the new Battlestar is the highest of recommendations for anyone who hadn't seen Battlestar Galactica. So I've not seen any of them. Yeah, Babylon Five. I should uh, should probably just again like um, watch Stargate SG One twice. Um, I don't know, man. Like all the fucking Star Treks. Are, are you a fan of the holy the holy Star trilogies? The Star What's Trek, that? Star Wars, and Star Search, the Holy Trinity of Stars. Uh, I'm not a big Ed McMahon fan, sorry. <laughs> Someone's gonna... So, well, guys, uh, next week, season finale. Oh, wait, can't, that was in the show? Oh. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait. So, uh, we will see you next week. Um, we stopped recording for sure. <laughs> Nope, and it's all staying in. So we'll see you guys next week. Uh, we have to go back.net, wideopenmic.net. Love you all. See ya.